So here we are for episode two of Reality Schmality, and that's still just a working title because <laughs> I was being half facetious when I said it. I, I came. I came up with some ideas. You did come up with some ideas. <laughs> I, I don't. They were very good. It's hard to name a podcast. Well, and especially when you get specific like this. But then, then there's the whole convoluted thing of it's mostly reality, but we're going to talk about yeah. other TV shows too, and maybe some other stuff. You never know. And we could be right because we're interesting people, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. Maybe that's it. Chats with interesting people. <laughs> then we'd have to talk like this. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to our podcast. And that is not how we talk. No, I'm a very loud oh, person. Oh, you go first. You made notes. Oh, I what did make notes. With? And you said there was something. Listen, uh, she saw was... something and she said she wasn't going to talk to me about it no. until today. No, I had to save it. So I got on, you know, I got on the couch. I turned on the TV. I was going to go find all the stuff you told me to watch last week, right? Yeah. So I turn on Netflix and number one comes up and I had to write it down so I didn't get it wrong. The hatchet wielding Hitchhiker. Is it a documentary? <laughs> it is. What? Wait, what? It is. But here's the thing. It ties into reality TV. So, brief summary. He's this homeless guy. He kind of looks like Polly Shore. You remember Polly Shore? Yeah, I do. Kind of long hair. Kind of, you know, hey, I just hey, like to hang buddy. ten. He's hitchhiking with this guy. They, The guy rams into a construction worker. And basically tries to, like, run over the construction worker. These two women run up to help, and the driver starts attacking the women. So the hitchhiker gets out of the car, happens to have a hatchet. No one really asks why. And these are his words. Smash, smash, smash. Starts smashing this guy in the head. There's there's a local TV reporter who interviews him, and it goes Viral. This is like 2013. So this is like the beginning of things really going viral. Beginning of memes. Now, everybody in the world wants this guy. So in comes who? Reality TV producers. The same people who produce the Kardashian show. Yes. So they get a hold of this guy. They were going to do a whole reality show about him. He goes on some of the like late night TVs. Well, then they find out what they probably should have discovered in the beginning is that he's a hitchhiker with a hatchet. He's probably not mentally stable. Right. Not going to give away the ending, but it was not what it seems. Okay, I'll watch it. He never had his own reality show, but it's exactly like what we talk about of like... We love a good train wreck. We are obsessed with... Right. Like their first thought was like, let's not get this guy a house or mental health. Let's put him on a reality show. Like crazy hatchet-wielding hitchhiker you have. Have to see it, and it's not that long, but you will not be able I'll to move. It. No, no, I'm it definitely going to crazy. And the end, you won't even believe it. Uh, there's a topic I want to talk about in relation to just shows in general. Uh, what? I, here's my. I have some Bravo news. First of all, I learned today. I was trying to find out. I saw a story yesterday, and this is one of those stories I told you I should have printed it or right. wrote, wrote a note or <laughs> right. something. Because uh, Brandy Glanville's coming back to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <gasps> Awesome. But the story was that only one of her fellow castmates welcomed her back. Oh, uh, that doesn't surprise that me doesn't at all. Surprise me. And it was probably Kyle because Kyle has remained friends with her through Kim. Probably was. Yes. So, and that's, I, I meant to go, oh, that's what it was. I meant to go read the whole story and I never got, it was, it's just been crazy around here. Right. And I don't think all of them really know her. They probably just know. Of her. Of her. Because a lot of them, like Sutton and Garcelle, they weren't there. No. 
Yeah. Sutton. I forgot about Sutton. I love me some Sutton. Now Sutton can shine more because she'll have one less bully in her life. Right. And I love the friendship between Sutton and Garcelle, which you would think is very unexpected. Well, Garcelle, you know what? That's very giving of Garcelle because Mm -hmm. that did not start off in a good place. Not at all. You know, uh, Sutton's from the South, and there was a tinge of racism. Absolutely. But it it wasn't on purpose. It was, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Something bias. Unconscious bias. White bias. (laughs) It's unconscious bias. It's the stuff that we've just... Just so yes, thin, yes, and, and I think and, Sutton has grown. And Garcelle recognized that and, and was basically like, "Let me help you." And then it just turned into a friendship. Yeah, and yeah, she, that was a beautiful. Thing. It is, and she's given her a lot more grace than like Crystal did. Crystal wants to just Burn man. If you make one mistake around Crystal, she's going to crucify you. I love Crystal. I, I know you, and I like Crystal too. Really like her husband, but. She does. She's a lot to unpackage. She don't is you think? A lot. She is a lot. Well, and then we learn some of the baggage that went right. into that, and that's usually the way it reveals itself as a problem. And this, and then you learn, oh well, there are a lot of other issues there, and that's one of the reasons why we watch it. You can yeah. learn about the human condition watching these shows, right? She has an eating disorder, right. really suffering with it, and I was really irritated in the reunion that they did not give Erica a harder time. The comments about the laxatives and the comments about these are chicken tenders, oh, you can't eat Eric this. Is a bully. She, she is, is a awful. straight up bully. She is awful. And so, yeah, I was really disappointed they didn't come after her harder on that. I'm assuming they're going to start shooting that soon. I thought they were already. Here are the other Bravo notes I uncovered. Uh, March 21st. Well, I already told you uh, February 7th, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. March 21st is Real Housewives of Orange County. Cannot wait. Which I had heard originally that Brandy was going to join that cast. I had heard that too, but um, Tamara's coming back and yep. it's um, no Big Lips. Please no Vicky. No. She's going to be a friend. She's going to be a friend of Tamara, so she'll be on there. Um, Taylor. Taylor, the one whose husband killed well, himself. She's from Beverly Hills. She's coming on to OC. Okay, that's Because she now lives in, in OC. Orange County. Yes. She probably landed her a man from Orange County. Yes, she is remarried. And did you see her on Ultimate Girl, Girls Trip? Yes. And she was good. And Brandy yeah. and Tamara and Vicky were all on that together. And I don't have a release date yet, but uh, Ultimate is, season three is in the can. Okay, they very cool. I haven't announced a release date yet. And... I didn't go get because I was putting this all together with work and everything. And Brandy's else. on that too. Evidently, there's a cast set for four. Oh, very already. cool. So I well, guess it's going <laughs> to shake it up a little bit. My favorite, favorite part of Ultimate Girls Trip at Bluestone Manor, which wasn't much of a trip, was when Brandy said, uh, Dorinda's only three years older than me. <laughs> it was a drop the mic moment <laughs> because Dorinda looks 80. Yeah. Acts 80. Yeah, acts 80 for Brandy sure. Brandy is. She's 50, maybe 51, and she acts like a 20-year-old. But, like, yeah, you put them next to each other, and it's like, you're practically the same age. It can't tell it. No. no not even close. Like, Brandy could date. She's a cougar. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would date Dorinda. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. I would date neither. <laughs> neither. No. I'm trying to think of all the housewives. Yeah, who if you were single, who would be your ultimate housewife? Melissa Gorga. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> Melissa Gorga. Really? Yeah. Okay, that that, that I was not expecting that. There really? we go. Yes, I was not expecting that. I love her and Joe though, so I mean it's like I know. I know. They're a good couple. I, I think they're close to real. 
in how they portray themselves. Uh, and then you watch watch what happens live, which I did used to watch every night. Yes. And I didn't get to it this week, but I'm trying to get it in. Once I get it into my Apple TV and it shows me what I'm watching and keeps track of the new episodes and stuff, once I watch one, then I will probably won't miss anymore. Well, because, you know, a lot is revealed in that show. And sometimes what ha- what they say on that show becomes part of, like when so, Sutton talked about the um, charity dinner with Lisa Renna and Lisa was the Elton John dinner and she was so offended. And Yeah, no, I know it's good. It's, very, <laughs> it's good, very good. And I love and Andy Cohen. Also, my favorite thing about uh, uh, Watch What Happens Live are the f- the housewife fans that seem very unlikely that come on the show. Right. That's my favorite. Part. When it's like these like, like major like movie stars and they're like, "Yeah, I love the housewives." And they know everything and they know everyone yeah, and they have their say opinion that at first. Yeah. But then you got to hear them talk and then when they start talking it's like, "Oh, you really are." But sometimes they're really a fan of whoever the housewife is. Like they are just somebody, like it would starstruck. would be somebody like Meryl Streep. You yeah. would just see pop on <laughs> and go, "Oh, yeah, I love those New York girls or something." Cuz everyone Housewives. Okay, right. I watched the new documentary on Jen Shaw. Have you seen it? No, there's a documentary? Yes. Okay, so you remember the original one that they did? ABC News has just done one. and it, Oh, they're the ones that did the, the Erica and yes. Tom documentary. And, it's, and it goes into what happened in the trial. So they have all the text messages. So there's text messages between Jen oh, and no, no, Stuart. Oh, no, no, no. i got to see that before I see the hatchet guy. I oh, see yeah. That. Where, where, where is it on Hulu? Uh, it is, okay. and it's on, it's ABC News reports or whatever. Then they go through, um, so part of the court documents were all her purses, and it's so funny because some are real, but most are counterfeit. From China. And then they say made in China just to, like, drive the point now, home. I, statute of limitations have run out on this, I hope, because I bought Kim uh, Louis Vuitton purse, but it was a high-end fake that I— I, it came from China. Right. And it's like I could check in every day and see where it was in the ocean on its way here for the tracking. It took forever to get. But when it came, I went and looked it up, yeah. and it came the same exact way. If you were to go into a Louis Vuitton yeah. store, it was in a special box. It had all the little charms on it. Yeah. It had a certificate of authenticity. Wow. And, it, and she got, when we were in L.A. once, she got multiple comments on it because it was one of the newer purses. Oh, my god! And I would just snicker. Because I paid, it's still a lot of money for a purse, but I paid three hundred dollars for it. But it was a forty five hundred dollar purse. Oh, crazy! Now, Which, no, I, I mean forty five hundred dollars for a purse. I think I know. Isn't that crazy? I think I know you well enough. I'm going to take a guess and say you did tell her it was not real. I did. I knew. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew. You know, because there's a lot of men I out there it, who wouldn't. And I said, <laughs> and, and I told her ahead of time that I, I was yeah. going to try it because I was. 50-50 on whether or not it would even get to me. Right. You don't know if you just thrown away customs. your... Right. It was already coming up on their radar. There are these fake purses everywhere. They were selling them in downtown L.A., and those people got busted. So I thought, there's a chance I just blew... I told her... That's why I told her that. I just blew $300. Wow. But it came in, and she was so happy, and it was... Yeah. But yeah, most of the Jen Shaw was counterfeit, yeah. fake. Yeah. I mean, she still paid a couple bucks for him, but... Yeah, but nothing, yeah. Not like that. Because it's, it's the Birkin bag, the one that everybody goes oh, nuts for. They always talk about that on what Real House of Beverly Hills. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine paying 25000 yes. It's always just a solid color. Right. And you, ha- you have to, like, be chosen to get one. Like, you just can't go in and buy one. They have to, like, interview I don't you. Understand. I don't get and it it's either. It's just that. It's that. Yeah, it's, it's that, oh, these are really hard to get. These are really hard to get. Yeah, okay. But I can't imagine. I paid $7,000 for an ugly-ass purse. I just, that just does not appeal to me at all. Right. I'd rather take a trip. Right. I would rather travel. Well, there's tons of things you could do with that money. Oh, much, much rather do uh, that. Tonight, 
and apologies. Oh, I wait we, till as tonight. we record on Wednesdays, so tonight is the reunion, and Jen's not going to be there for Salt Lake City. Right, and I cannot wait. So, did you see all the breaking news yesterday all over Twitter? About Angie also making racist comments and they're attacking Lisa Barlow for being her friend. And I'm like, Jen Shaw brought Angie on. I forget. It's Angie K, the one she poured the champagne on. But, you know, Jenny made all those racist comments. Well, apparently now Angie has as well, although I didn't see what the comment is. And Lisa Barlow followed a guy, I think on Instagram who's known for wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. And so they are coming after Lisa Barlow big time. Well, and I read a story this week that none of those women are getting along right now. They're not supporting each other. They don't show up at each other's events anymore. None of them. I think it'll be an entirely different cast. They're a cast member. No, they said... They are going to bring them back? uh, Heather and... Whitney and Lisa. And and Meredith and Lisa are all coming back. Those four are definitely coming back. Okay. Well, they have to add some new blood. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just it'll change the dynamic of the group. You have to have at least some real friendships, I think, for it to work. I wonder if the reunion tonight we learn who punched Heather, or we learn that it was in fact Jen that punched Heather. It has to be right. It has. They will to have be. been notified ahead of time. She's not actually. Maybe Jen is going to be at the reunion. Is no, she, she, be at the reunion? no. She, she did. Andy wanted to do a one-on-one. Like she said no. With it. She yeah. said absolutely not. She mm-hmm. wasn't going to let him control the narrative. It's like no, lady. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. You pled guilty. You, And that's the other thing on that ABC special. I mean, they have her testimony from inside the courtroom of how she admitted all this. And I'd forgotten it's federal, so there's no parole. She will serve every bit of the six years. But you know what was also interesting is they had all these They cut her a break on the sentence, in my opinion. That's what all the fans were outside, and they were all saying, we think she should have gotten more. Yeah, I was thinking she was going to get at least 10. Yeah, that's what the prosecutor asked for. So, yeah, very interesting. And they, they go and they interview all of these um, victims. victims. Uh, One guy killed himself. Like, she was horrible. And, and then, again. And then would take no responsibility no res- And it. just all the lies. And I think I said this to you before, but the, the, the scene with her mom where her mom says, you didn't do it, right? right. No, no. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think, did she ever tell her husband that she actually did it? They don't go into that. But I think more and more people are thinking that Coach Shaw had to know. Had to know. Had to know at some point. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, it seems like he'd be the kind of guy that would at least ask where all this money's coming from. I know you're doing some side stuff, but it's like a lot of money. But, you know, what I was kind of thinking, too, like with the counterfeit purses, maybe she was actually telling her husband, oh, these aren't real. Like, I'm getting a deal. They're fake. Like, don't we don't. I'm not really spending as much money Very as you think. Very much in the realm of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have more notes? I do have more notes. Okay, go. Okay, uh, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. So I was flipping channels the other day and stumbled upon an old rerun of Vanderpump Rules, and you yeah. will love it. It's the one where it's Stassi's birthday, and they're in Vegas. I love Stassi's birthday uh, every season. It was my so favorite great. episode. She has just broken up with Jax. Jax just got the girl pregnant when he went to Vegas. So in walks Kristen. Kristen's still with Tom. Of course, she's fighting with Stassi. I mean, the whole thing was just iconic. Evidently, that's coming out soon. I can't find a release date. I can't either, but I don't know if is it going to be a whole new cast because they've basically kicked everybody off. Everybody's divorced. Well, everybody you know, has kids. Tom and uh, Katie, and but Tom and Adriana broke up also. 
Did they really? Yeah. So are Tom and Tom finally going to admit that I, they're in love and they're going to start living together? Maybe. maybe. We'll see. I don't know. But it made me really miss the old Van Because the original Vanderpump role. It was just the right kind of train uh, wreck. It was so great. I want Stassi back. I want Stassi back. I, I still, want Jax I still, back. I, I, after watching this and seeing her interviewed on other things, that thing that got her kicked off, I, I, she s- might be a lot of things. She's not a racist. Mm-mm. She's a mean girl. Oh, and I do girl. believe that she called the cops on the shoplifting thing, and she copped to it. But she said, that's not why. It's because she was messing with my boyfriend. She would have done it to a white girl, any yeah, color girl. Exactly. She is, like you said, a mean girl. Yeah, she's and a mean she girl. just does that to other girls that had nothing to do with race. No, and that was just really, yeah, I no, know bring they her overcompensated. Back. They over- bring her back. But yeah, so if you get a chance, go back and watch some old Vanderpump. It's great. Okay, I will. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, now I can't read my notes. Uh, I'm trying to find the rest of my reality stuff in here. Uh, uh, Kate Chastain, who you don't know who she is, I mean, you've probably seen her on Watch What Happened Live. She I, was a she I was a, a the chief stew on Below Deck for like the first five seasons. Okay, she is a queen bee. I love her to death. I need to. I, that's what I was uh, looking for when you I will watch my for her. Yeah. Captain, everybody talks about Captain yeah. Lee, and he's great. Yeah, but the first four or five seasons, Kate drove that show. Okay, I, mean, I got to watch it. She was a taskmaster, but she was also very good to the the guests on the ship. So she was just invaluable. I and mean, she's just a character. And she was going to do a show, a separate reality show with Brandy, but. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, she got, Kate got pregnant. Oh, well, there you go. So it slowed the roll on that. Because everybody uh, wants Kate back on TV. Really okay, bad. Well, I've got to start. I, I do. If I don't get sideswept by the hitchhiker or something, I will watch Blow Deck this week. The past Two days, I have been obsessed with an with an actually it's new to me. It's new to you, um, old show called uh, Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders Making the Team. Have you ever oh, seen I it? Skipped it. No, I haven't. Okay, well, my friend told me about it. At the, I guess I'm watching season twelve from 2017. It's so good. Is it worth it? It's so good. What? What? Uh, where is it? Where does it live? Um. I'm watching it on Hulu. I don't know. Okay. What, oh, I do know what channel it was on. It was on MTV. And, and it was also on. It's produced by MTV. And, you know, they, going all the way back to the real world, the original reality show. Um, oh, which was the first like, uh, seven or eight season of that show was golden. Amazing. And there, there were some really, really breakthrough moments on those shows. Absolutely it was. I mean, the very first season, what was his name? Pedro... No, that's no, not right. No, the first season was New York. First season was in New York with Julie. The and second season was, was San Francisco. Where when he died of AIDS, right at the end of the season. Yeah. God, I mean, I remember being and in it high had one of the all time bad characters on it. He didn't make it through the whole season. Puck, Puck. yeah. Oh. And they brought, I saw Puck brought back on something. He ended up on Big Brother or something crazy, like not too long ago, and he was still just absolutely insane. It was, yeah, he did, I think, MTV Road Rules for a few years. Yes, I remember. He was I the resident bad guy yeah, on MTV so Road Rules. Yeah, so all the MTV reality shows are actually really good. And so this making the team for Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders is great. And really, I'm most obsessed with the director of the team. Like, she's so mean. Like, she's so mean. It's just awesome. Like, the girls who are trying out, fine. They're, you know, whatever. She's awesome. I really think you'd like it. Kind of reminds me. She's kind of like one of those people like, did you ever used to watch Dance Moms? Yes. Okay. A that, few episodes. No, it wasn't know, one I watched all the time. She ended up in jail. Yeah. 
Like for a long time. Like yeah. She went out to L.A. and ended up in jail. Got too big for you her know, riches. You uh, know, I, I have an all-time favorite Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, but I only learned she was a cheerleader backwards because I, I don't I don't know. It's not Brandy I mean, from Real Housewives of <laughs> Dallas. No, it is not. It's Sarah Shahi, the actress. She was a cheerleader? Okay, here's, that's Here's crazy. her story. Okay. So there was, remember the movie Mr. T and the Women with Richard Gere? Yes, and yes. Was Julia Roberts in that? Mm. Was she one of the women? Anyway, it was a good movie. It was Robert Altman, and he's a different kind of director. Yeah. I love all of his movies. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah was a cheerleader for the Cowboys, and she auditioned for, and she's the daughter. She's like his daughter, I think, Richard oh Gere's daughter gosh. in it. And uh, Robert Altman said, do me a favor, quit this cheerleader business and move to L.A. Wow. And she did, and she's been on tons. Of, she was on Person of Interest for yeah. a and, and she married uh, one of the, the, the guys from uh, Shameless. I think they're divorced now, but they were married and had a couple of kids. For, they right. were married for a while. Yeah. She's Good incredible. Hollywood she's marriage. from uh, She's from Eulis. Get out. Yeah. Okay, that is so cool. Yeah, that's my favorite Dallas. And that's my favorite Dallas. Robert Altman saying, man, get away from that. Yeah. That was great. Of course, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Like, we all did. Right? right. Who didn't? Right? And so to watch this, and it's just, it's very fascinating. I watch it. Literally have it's twenty past twenty four hours. I've watched like I don't know eight episodes. <laughs> Here's real life. So uh, you know when you find something in common. When Gina and I started dating, now more than before, ever before, you know you politics. You got to make sure your politics align, and then you know your heart, and there's the typical stuff, right? But TV has to be a conversation. Absolutely. Uh, and we had a lot of common things, but there were some things that she liked that I hadn't really indulged in at all and vice versa. Sure. So I, I had shown her a bunch of stuff. We watched, uh, I made her watch, uh, Perry Mason on HBO uh-huh. to make sure she liked it. It's <laughs> like, this is important because this is a hot, good show for me. Right. One night we were watching TV and she said, have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? <laughs> and I said, I watched like an episode once. It just seemed stupid to me. Oh, my God, it's not. Now, for like the last five nights, we found out on our YouTube TV subscription, we can watch all of them. Oh, wow. And so we binge them. And like Rachel came in. She goes, she looked at me and she goes, would you please pause the TV, which I usually do anyway when they come in. And I go, yeah, why? And she goes, it's too many butts. <laughs> so now in the house, it's referred to as the butt show. The butt show. I love don't, it. Don't go in there. Mama G and Eric are watching the butt show. Okay, that's hilarious. But now watching it, yeah. first thing, uh, they insinuate in Naked and Afraid that you're alone. Uh, and I'm sure they're told not to talk to the cameraman. Right. At night, they're closer to alone than any other time. I guess the crew backs way away. They have a infrared camera on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. And they give them a camera on the inside that they do stuff on. Right. But something finally happened. I, they get sometimes they had they're in Africa and they had these close encounters with scary animals that would kill them. I mean, just pure and simple, kill right. them. And there was a really close encounter, scary. And the cameraman's camera dipped, but then he picked it back up. And you see another guy, a producer, because the producer sometimes if they get sick, they'll come in, they'll call a medic, and right, make sure like they need to tap while, out or whatever. Show, yeah, right, you'll see the cameraman or producer here or something. And I had said this whole time. I said, I know there's got to be somebody there with the gun. There just has to be. Oh, I mean, wow. they cannot let this be filmed. A lion eating a, a human, right, on this show, and. 
he didn't use the gun, but as they pushed the two out of the naked ones out of the way, a guy with a gun over his shoulder comes by. And I felt it actually enhanced my viewing of it. And they also, there's one thing I hate, and I made this clear to her. They do these gratuitous edits. They'll say, well, there's lions here. And they do this edit of a close-up of a lion in the same habitat they're in. Right. So it looks like a lion is really close to them. Right. And, and it's never close to them. It's not. When things get close to them, you see it causes quite a ruckus. Right, because a lion in the wild in Africa I, will I, eat you. I would never, ever do that. But I, I watch this show now, and every show is different. And honestly, the best episode we've seen so far, we're trying to find more that were subtitled this, it was lost in translation. And they put two people together. Oh, my gosh. One was, uh, he spoke Portuguese, yeah. which is a difficult language, but it does is. have a few Spanish words in it. Right, but very few. Very few. And an American. And it was amazing because it was an example of how, as Americans, we think. He was trying to pick up words from her so he could communicate with her, and she had no interest in any single word he said, even though I know most Americans, just by accident, know agua is water. Right. And it's one of the few words in Portuguese that matches up. That with, matches. I only know I mean, one word in Portuguese is obrigado, which means thank you. Well, see, and if you watch, <laughs> and if you watch Love Actually, that's the language that Colin Firth is trying to, to learn. Oh, that's so that's hard. Right. It's Portuguese. Do you know I'd never seen Love Actually until this Christmas? Oh, did you see it with or without commercials? I saw it without commercials. Okay, good. It was wonderful. It's a, just an amazing, it's one of my favorite, oh, it's a top 10 for me, I for couldn't sure. believe I had somehow missed this. And you know, when it came out at the radio station in California, they when it came out on DVD, uh, we got a bunch of DVDs to give away. The yeah. movie company called and said, would you like, I was oh, like, yeah, cool. sure. Yeah. Nobody wanted them. It didn't do very well at the box office. Isn't that interesting? And now it's this treasured film. Yeah, it's wonderful. I think probably I didn't see it because it came out in the early, like, late 90s, early 2000s when I had babies, right? Like, I wasn't right. into watching movies. I had all these babies, these little kids. And so we only yeah, watched it was little late, kid it movies. Yeah, it was late 90s, I think. Yeah, and so, um, well, I remember when I when I saw it, I was like, oh, I just had Shelby, and, you know, Garrett came soon after, so I thought, mm, that's probably, there's like a whole gap of It's years just magic. Now, they movies. did a sequel short for the Super Bowl. Oh, really? A few years ago. It's probably on YouTube. Hmm. Uh, maybe it's 15 minutes. Yeah. But the director found all the living cast members because we've lost a couple. I can't remember who. Uh, and I'm so excited because I guess I, this is how you say his name. Bill Nye, the guy that played the rock star. Yes. That yes. is nominated for an Oscar this year for a movie he was in that oh I don't gosh. even know what the movie is. I got to go. crazy? The, the Banshees of Insurin. He's not in that one. But that one, if it's nominated for multiple Oscars, and I know that one's on HBO Max okay. right now. I, it's but an yeah, Irish movie. I mean, Hugh Grant is just so... He like, said he hated making that movie, and he said he's never despised anything more than the dance scene in his entire career. And see, I thought it was lovely. It was brilliant. Brilliant. It seemed spontaneous. And I, I was like, that's and, why we used to love him. And I was trying He's a to, grumpy guy, though, now. He's just a he, grumpy guy. I was trying to remember if that movie came out after the what was her name the prostitute brown magic brown no yeah what was her name foxy but no foxy brown was a movie it was like something crazy um but i couldn't remember if that was a lot of people think he did that on purpose that he tipped off the paparazzi because he needed to slow his roll 
and he just self-sabotaged to wow. blow yeah, it all up. Yeah, he used to be with Elizabeth Hurley. I used to think she was the most gorgeous woman in the world. And I was like, why would you be up with a prostitute if that's your girlfriend? And, and in Hollywood, in the in, seedy part of Hollywood, it just seems so... Why? Yeah. God, Divine Brown. Divine Brown. I knew it would it come to me. Div- how can you forget? Divine Brown. Uh, we're almost out of time, Jenny. Okay, I want to talk about one thing Go. really quick. Is George Santos not a reality show? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, every line is George, is George Santos really George Santos? It's not even his real name. But what cracks me up is everyone was okay with everything, right? Oh, you said your pa- yeah. grandparents were in the Holocaust, said your mom was in 9-11. But when he took the money from the dying dog, everyone was like, enough. Yeah. You don't mess with dogs. Like, I was, Oh yeah. it is every day. And then the drag queen from Brazil, I'm like, this is a reality show. It is. This is great. And really, he should resign. He should call <laughs> some network right. and say, listen, I'm a train wreck. Want to film me? I'll do it for X number of dollars. And then just resign. And 100%. then everybody wins. Everybody wins. He Absolutely. wins. We win. Yeah, did you see this? Because, on- I mean, where have we gotten here that somebody <laughs> like this that's proven to be this much of a liar? Who was it that said this? I think it, I can't remember who said it. It was somebody funny. It was Stephen Colbert or somebody said, oh, no, it was uh, 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 Leslie. Uh, oh, oh, the one from uh, Saturday SNL. Night Live. Yes. She said, how bad of a liar do you have to be to be known as a lying congressman? Right. Cause- she goes, because it's like. Already. Yeah. Right. It's a little redundant. My favorite is, I forget which one of the late night guys did the um, P- Pinocchio skit. They put him on the Pinocchio's head, and every time he took him in the nose, it was like that. It was hilarious. Brilliant. The guy is a train wreck. It uh, is I, so let's see, did I, I see, I had, well, there were, the regular shows we didn't get to talk about this week. I we know. had a lot of reality. So we'll do that next week. And yeah. you still haven't seen Will Trent yet, I bet. I have not. Okay, and please bring Tulsa King back. It's in a break, and it's like an unending break. Uh, And that's basically it for this week. Still searching for... We know the name when it gets to us. So just start throwing out names. And yeah, sometimes they're stupid, and sometimes they're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. We're looking for the one. We need a great name. But tune in next week, because we'll we'll watch some more stuff. We will. (laughs) See you next week.